0: On this week's Jeep Talk Show, FCA decides it hasn't taken enough from us Jeepers and it steals the Jeep wave to launch a new marketing campaign. A new Jeep color is going to be announced at the LA Auto Show this weekend and I may sell my firstborn to get it. We also play your voicemails and hear from the mind of Nikki G.
1: Tammy interviews Ron North from SteerSmart, the makers of the Yeti and Griffin Steering Systems, and we give an extra special congrats to Cody and Matt who both had daughters delivered on the same day. That must have hurt. Tammy gives away a sticker. We answer tech questions about death wobble and drum brakes and we share our latest random reviews. All that and more on episode 203 of the Jeep Talk Show.
2: Listening to a 4x4x4 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Are you ready?
3: It's the G-Talk Show. With Tammy on Wrangler.
2: Tony and Josh on Cherokee. So sit back. Strap in. And brace yourself. First week in Jeep.
1: Alright, Jeepers, I'm about this close to starting a crowdfunding campaign called Save the Wave, and I'm gonna tell you why. Look, we all drive Jeeps. And if you own a if you own and drive a Jeep for any length of time, you're gonna notice a little something called the Jeep Wave. Sort of secret handshake between Jeep owners as a way of recognizing another member of the Jeep family in passing. FCA brand executives now want to use that ubiquitous hand gesture as the basis of a marketing effort to try and keep its most profitable customers. So, in true FCA fashion, the geniuses over there decided it was too hard to come up with a fresh new idea, so they turned to the only thing that they know best, and that's robbing the history of something iconic, and that has been around for an awfully long time. They did it with the Cherokee, they did it with the Renegade, and they're most likely going to do it again with the Grand Wagoneer, and now, the Jeep Wave. Jeep Wave is no longer a salute from the steering wheel to a fellow jeeper. It is now a new customer support program. Yay! (laughs) Which debuts (laughs) later this month on some of the brand's highest profit models and offers free routine maintenance, complimentary complimentary loaner cars, discounts on accessories, and insurance coverage in the event of a road trip is interrupted. Jeep Wave will be complimentary for its owners of top-end 2016 Jeep Grand Cherokee Summit, Overland, and SRT models, as well as all 2016 Wranglers. It will also be free to owners of Cherokee and Renegade Trailhawk models. The program would also allow other Jeep owners to buy into the program, though the details of that have not yet been released. So, what does casting away self-respect and heritage get you nowadays? Well, two free oil changes with, free, with tire rotation per year of membership, a dedicated toll-free mem- uh, member number, and a preferential treatment at Jeep events nationwide. Also savings on certain Jeep accessories, no charge loaners when vehicle is in service for routine maintenance, and up to $1,000 in road trip interruption insurance coverage. O oh, g, my thimble runneth over with thine <laughs> dine display of generosity. Another Jeep concept is revealed, folks, and this one is even more colorful than the last. Jeep this month released its latest round of fourth quarter concepts, which included a unique Wrangler called Red Rock to com- commemorate the upcoming 50th anniversary of the Easter Jeep Safari. If you haven't seen pics of that bad boy yet, well, you should probably pause this now and go check it out because it really is pretty cool. Jeep decided to make a bona fide special edition and offer only 50 of the special edition Jeeps, but that's not what I wanted to bring to your guys' attention. Now this week, Jeep decided to do something bold. Some are calling it sacrilege. Others simply avert their eyes and shake their heads. While still some other people, like those who have an online blog and joined a certain Jeep related talk show as a co-host recently, may lose their damn minds over what I'm about to announce. Another special edition Wrangler is coming, and it will be unveiled at the Los Angeles Auto Show this weekend. This too is going to be a limited run production model and is going to be offered in purple. Not just any purple Yay. either. Kenny. <laughs> This is like Grimace and Barney huffed a bunch of neon highlighters, had a love child, and then plugged its toes <laughs> into the wall socket purple. <laughs> a purple production Jeep? Really? Maybe Santa will paint his sleigh pink. Maybe it's time to rename the Red Sea. I don't know. Wranglers are patriotic because they their military origins from World War II. They're commonly seen in black, white, blue, silver, red, and occasionally desert tan or olive drab green. Now, what comes now, now Jeep is, is coming out with this extreme purple is what they're calling it. In, in the new 2016 Backcountry Special Edition that the, the off-road-oriented brand hopes will be the star of the auto show. Yep, a bright, shining star, just like Liberace. <laughs> a Jeep Wrangler <laughs> oh. broke backcountry, is what I'm going to call it, is basically a no. gussied-up Wrangler Sahara. <laughs> it has fancy 17-inch black-painted wheels, laser-patterned decals, and, oh yes, it's also oh purple paint job. The 2016 Wrangler Backcountry is aimed to appeal to country folk. <clears throat> While the other vehicle is to be shown at the show, the Grand Cherokee SRT night is meant to attract city dwellers. Country folk? Really? The only country folk this thing is going to attract is the attention attention of is the ones whose Saturday nights are more fabulous than a night at the drag queen comedy shows downtown. But I digress. If you guys want to check out the Purple Jeep, well, it's all over the web. I'm sure you guys will have no problem finding it. Uh, And I'm sure Tammy will have one in her driveway by the end of the year. Yeah, I've been forbidden (laughs) to go to any... Jeep dealer. A big thanks to all of you guys who continue to help me out each and every week by submitting stories to This Week in Jeep. If you guys have a story you'd like for me to report on or you have a response to any one of our stories, please send us an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com.
3: A purple Jeep. The all- only thing I can say is, oh, yeah.
1: what the f*** were you thinking? <laughs> oh, you guys,
0: have you guys even seen the picture of this Jeep?
1: I have. I have seen in fact, seen the I, I included a link in our show notes uh, in case uh, Tony wanted to take a look at it. In case Tammy, you hadn't seen it, but I, I was sure that the the moment that the, uh, the ink <laughs> she's behind it, sure you knew about it before the ink yeah. was even the dry. design people called her yeah, or she I, like, or hey, she is this was okay at- with
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a really nice looking Jeep.
3: You know, there's nothing wrong with bright colors on a Jeep, and I, I for many years now I haven't done it yet, but for many years now I've wanted just the brightest ass pink that you could ever have but on the interior of the jeep all the oh. all the cloth and everything uh the headliner everything would just be a bright ass pink
1: it would never no, i be don't stolen. like
0: pink no
3: so uh, i would do that so i could say yeah but it's all pink on the inside
0: oh jeez, tony oh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> ah, save me save me now
1: XJTalk.com is where you go when you're not off-road. And now you can go to XJTalk.com when you're off-road, too. Using your smartphone, install the tap talk app, then search for XJTalk. Take XJTalk with you wherever you go. Jury duty, dinner with your spouse's parents, even, well, anywhere you need your XJTalk fix.
0: XJTalk.com. It's where you go when you're not off-road.
2: We welcome and look forward to your questions and comments. Dial 530-675-4102 and leave your message on our 24 by 7 voicemail.
0: Um, Ordinarily, folks, this is where I would tease my upcoming segment of Wrangler Talk, which would be later in the show. But tonight, we're going to just dive straight into the good stuff. I recently got a chance to interview Ron North, from SteerSmarts. That's the company that has made the f- industry's first steering attenuator, now called the Griffin. So without further ado, hey, Tony and Josh, I have Ron North here with Steer Smarts, and we're going to sit and chat with him a little bit on his company and some great new products that are out on the market. Um, hey, Ron, how you doing?
4: Great, and thanks, Tammy, for having me on the show tonight.
0: Uh, we're excited to hear what you have to tell us. So you're with Steer Smarts. Do you want to um, give us a little history on um, your company?
4: Well, you know, it's kind of exciting. It's a brand new startup division of a company that's been in business for about 83 years. We're probably Ford Motor Company and one of their oldest suppliers. We've been in the steering and suspension business ever since 1932. So it's kind of fun heading up a new division. And we're going after the performance aftermarket and Jeep Wrangler being the number one target. We've designed some very exciting and interesting products for the Jeep Wrangler.
0: So why did you pick the why the Jeep Wrangler?
4: Well, for one thing, Tammy, it's, there's over a million of them on the highway, the JKs from the 2006 up. There's probably a million and six on the highway. And there's a lot of off-roaders that kind of have an interest in, you know, beefing up their, their Jeep Wrangler with large tires and so forth. So, a lot of things the suspension parts need to be, you know, beefed up also. So, we took our 83 years of lessons learned and developed one heck of a strong linkage, steering linkage for the Wrangler. And while doing that, we were thinking of some other products. The Jeep Wrangler is, is kind of strange to drive. If you're a, a mother and you've got children in the backseat and you're worried about safety, we uh, invented the steering attenuator. We call it the Griffin attenuator. And it kind of adds safety to the Jeep for kind of quick lane maneuvering and really reduces a lot of the road harshness that you feel from expansion strips and gravel roads. Kind of a unique product. So it got us into the business, and we're going to continue to develop more products in the future. You know, we're looking at uh, control arms, track bars, and all kinds of things that will be from a, experienced lesson learned supplier to General Motors, Ford, and Chrysler. So Powers and Sons is my parent company. So we use all their facilities, their engineering, their test labs, and their lessons learned, as I repeated several times, to develop new exciting products for the Jeep Wrangler.
0: Now the steering attenuator, um which you guys now call the Griffin, which I know it as the steering attenuator because uh, I don't know, what was it, about a year, year and a half ago, you contacted me and um, you said, hey, do you want to try this out on your Jeep? And I was a little hesitant to try it out because, you know, I was a new, new owner, Wrangler owner and I just wasn't familiar with all the inner workings of the Jeep. But do you want to tell us how, where the attenuator goes and how, what it replaces?
4: Yes, and you know, you were one of the first few that tried the attenuator. You and a friend of yours I sent you two of them. The attenuator is a, it fits in the drag link, and it's a complete replacement of the drag link adjuster. Uh, typical Wrangler has a direct steel path to, that goes right from the knuckle to the gearbox, and you feel everything from the road through this direct steel uh, path. The rest of the vehicle, the body and everything, that's all on bushing, so it's all isolated from all this harshness that you feel from the road. So this fits right into where the adjuster fits for the drag link for centering your wheel and it kinda it acts like a damper uh, is a simple way of saying it dampers out a lot of this harshness that you feel from the road. Uh, You'd be surprised how it helps track the vehicle straight so you're able to kinda be more relaxed as you're going down the highway at 55-70 miles an hour and the other feature of it that a lot of people haven't really witnessed is the safety feature of the, of, of the snap steer. It it really reduces the snap steer that you receive when you kind of turn the steering wheel real quick. Let's say a deer jumps in front of you and you're going down the highway. When you turn the steering wheel, your wheels automatically start steering the vehicle, but your body of the vehicle is kind of catching up through all the bushings and the dampers that it has in the, in all the, the uh, body dampers. So. This kind of flows the steering the same as the body would flow, and it just it, it bump steer is kind of reduced, and it just makes it a safer vehicle. It could keep it from you know rolling over, but uh, the biggest advantage everybody that's found is that it just feels a lot less harshness from the road. You don't feel the potholes that we have up here. And I in would ad- areas. I would
0: attest to that a hundred percent. It so made my ride on the interstate, which is mostly just when I head up to Roush Creek to go off-roading, just so much more relaxing. And just the steering is so much, I call it tighter because it's not as loose and you don't have to hold on as, as tightly and you're not, you know, getting your muscles all tensed up. But the funny thing was, is when you first offered it to me, I was like really nervous and I didn't want to try it. And so, you know, I did take, the attenuator that you offered it to me and I sent it up to Jeff in Delaware and he tried it out and he was like, God, it was an easy install and he you know, loved it. And then I started seeing all these other people on the forums who were ordering it and they were like raving about it. And I was like, oh God, why didn't I get one? Why didn't I like, why hmm. did I pass this up? And so, you know, a lesson learned there for me, I'm not going to pass up any more of these awesome deals because it was a really... It's a really great product, especially yeah, a, if you're doing a lot of highway driving. people I
4: gave them to on the form, and that really started a roll. And I think I sold 100, 150 to these members on the, on the forum. And I'll tell you, these yep. guys are sharp. They know their business with Jeeps. Yep. I mean, that's why they're on the form. And I never got a bad review out of uh, the 100 people that bought them and put yep. them on. They just all remark what a, a miracle you know it is to the car.
0: So now, didn't you, don't you have like some new video out for the, the griffin? So people, do, do we have something to take a look at here?
4: We sure do. You know, I, I went to a marketing company about six months ago and they said, hey, you ought to name your products after these legendary creatures. And the griffin is one of them. And yeah, I do have a video on it. Do you want to take a break right now and show the video? Yep, let's take a watch.
2: Your Jeep Wrangler was created to help you explore the natural beauty of our great land from the ground up. And for those Wrangler owners with a simpler world view, may we suggest the Griffin by SteerSmarts, The highly engineered drag link adjusting sleeve that improves your safety and virtually eliminates that jittery steering wheel feel at highway speeds. The Griffin from SteerSmarts, The stuff of legends. Powered by Powers and Sons.
0: Ron, that was a pretty funny video there. It was um, some great marketing. Um,
4: we had some fun making it. You know, having I'm sure that riff and fly over the desert lands and so forth. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was a lot of fun making that video.
0: So now you were just at SEMA um, just a couple weeks ago, and um, I think you introduced some new product there. Is that correct?
4: Yes, we did. Uh, First time in a booth, well, first year in business, really, if you want to look at it that way. And uh, we had quite an audience. We had a whole lot of press come and look at our product. We uh, designed and built a new steering linkage called the Yeti. If you think the other video was, was something, wait till you see this one, but it's a real heavy duty linkage for the Wrangler. And it's almost equivalent to like a class four truck. You know, at Powers and Sons, all we do is build uh, truck linkages. And we build them from class two to class seven trucks. So we took a lot of that lesson learned on what kind of sockets and tubes and heat treats and materials. And we put together a Yeti linkage that's the strongest and most durable linkage ever built for Wrangler. I got this video, Tammy, you wanna show the Yeti video?
0: Yeah, why don't we take
5: a look at that? I first saw it when I was 16. I've been tracking it ever since for over 55 years. It's a Yeti. You can tell by the tire tracks here and here.
2: Well, that could be from my car.
5: Yeah, right. 55 years of research and I don't know what I'm talking about. You know what? This interview is over.
2: Introducing Yeti Series Heavy Duty Linkage from SteerSmarts, the strongest, most durable linkage you can get. Engineered from the ground up to give you maximum performance. Yeti Series Heavy Duty Linkage from SteerSmarts. The stuff of legends. Powered by Powers and Sons.
0: Hey Ron, that was another good video. How did you come up with the names the Yeti and the Griffin?
4: This marketing company uh, said, we ought to call you steer smarts, uh, you know, and we ought to call your products after these kind of legendary creatures, the beast. And they came up with the griffin, you know, which is uh, part lion and eagle. And right. Of course, the Yeti being the snowman, he, he looks like a mean guy. So in our, right. And our uh, linkage is meant to be mean. It's 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 strong and in You know, so it kind of goes hand in hand. We went along with it, and we're getting a lot of response at SEMA. They said, my God, you know, we had these names up on our back backdrop, and we had the pictures of the creatures there, and it was a big hit. You know, the Yeti linkage, we have a couple of exciting things about it. For years, when people lift their their Jeeps, they go to the top mount drag link, and what they've been doing is drilling out the knuckle and taking a right-hand drive drag link putting it on a left-hand drive vehicle so it mounted on top and they had this little bushing that they would slip into a 7 8 hole and mount the upper drag link in that kind of a a manner so we came up with a patent pending process that leaves the hole in the knuckle alone we use the taper hole that chrysler drilled in these uh, knuckles for the jeep and we come up with what we call a reverse taper mount and we patented this process because it's quite unique there's no drilling to get a top mount uh we got a heavy duty drag link that goes in, it bolts in, and you're you got it installed and you're done in, in minutes. There's no drilling and you know, it's just terrible to drill out that material out of a knuckle and lose some of your safety factor. You're losing a lot right. of material in that.
0: Well, and also, I we that's found out kind at of SEMA, we, is something uh, easy. We have
4: a reverse pin technology we've been using for almost twenty years now with Ford Motor Company. It keeps linkage from flopping. And this uh it, it, you know, if you got like a uh um, an assist that's kind of a hydro assist, power steering assist, or you have dampers that attach this to the tie rod. You know, the the stock linkage and a lot of these competitors that have linkages for Wrangler, their linkage flops all around. Ours, you could go down a washboard road and it's as steady as can be. So it's kind of a unique uh, couple patents on this uh, product that really makes our linkage unique from the competition.
0: So with the Griffin and with the Yeti, as far as um, off-roading, I, well, I can attest that the Griffin, there is no, it doesn't affect off-roading at all. But the, neither of these is going to make off-roading any different. I mean, I guess well, for the Yeti, it would make it better.
4: The Yeti will make it stronger, will be the strongest. You know, you get these 37-inch tires and, you know, you jack it up three, five, six inches and you've got a lot of weight. A lot of people add armor to their vehicles and so yep. forth. So, you know, we're, we'll be strong enough and, and able to handle the loading that some of these off-highway, you know, ventures will see in a vehicle.
0: So, any new products in the future that you can kind of hint to?
4: Well, we are going to come out with, uh, this is a Jeep program, but we are going to come out with a Yeti for the Ram truck. And we are going to come out with some uh, unique ideas of uh, the heavy-duty Griffin that I mentioned that fit the Yeti. Or the Right. There'll be a Griffin Yeti-like <laughs> I don't know what name we're going to give that one. Right. We're looking at track bars next. There seems to be a, a good market for a good, strong track bar. So that's going to be our next heavy-duty product. And then we're going to look at control arms for the Jeeps. Adjustable. So what about,
0: uh, I know you just do the Wranglers. Um, any other Jeeps that you would be, you know, like the Cherokee or any of those that you would be wor- working on products for?
4: A lot of your Jeeps are rack and pinion. You know, Jeep is the, the Wrangler is kind of unique in its uh, layout of steering. It's got the linkages. So uh, we're linkage people. We have been, like we build all the F-Series Ford truck linkages, have been for 30-some years, and we just want all the GM contract for the 2,500 to 4,500 trucks. So we're a linkage-type company, and uh, that's what we're going to specialize in. We're going to come out with the attenuator for uh, also Ford and, and Chrysler. We already have it on the uh, GM truck, a compliant relay rod. So we're we're here, we're steering experts, and that's what we're good at, and that's the market we're going at It is chassis for, like, the Wrangler. Going to stick with the Jeep Wrangler. It's number one in our book. It's quite yep, a deal.
0: Mine too. I think Tony and, and Josh might disagree with me a little bit there, but that's okay. We We all have our favorite Jeeps that we like, so... Ron, it was great that you took the time out to talk with us. I'm so excited that I was one of the first to get to try out the attenuator because it's a. Excuse me, the Griffin. It's always going to be attenuator to me. <laughs> um, but I'm I was very honored to, to be able to be one of the first to put it on my Wrangler, and look forward to seeing some of your more newer products coming out.
4: Well, you know, you're on our website. You know. Oh yeah, that's
0: more- right. If anyone wants to check it out, you can go to. Steersmarts.com and just sit on that um, homepage for a little bit. And um, you can see that um, I'm one of the opening three pictures there. Me and my Jeep from a long time ago. when my hair was curly.
4: Yeah. Thanks for giving us permission to put you on. Uh,
0: Oh yeah. Anytime. But Ron, thanks again for taking the time out and we look forward to seeing more of your, your Jeep products.
1: Thanks Tammy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love that part. (laughs) Wow, <laughs> oh, this guy really knows his stuff. And I posted up in chat. I am really looking forward to seeing what they do with control arm technology. Uh, one of the It's a huge industry, especially with the rod end technology and what they decide to do with that. Uh, I, I'm, these guys are going to be on my radar. Uh, I've had their website up since the start of the interview, and I've uh, been checking out all their stuff. Steersmarts.com is where you guys want to go to check out the stuff. And really guys all of you jk uh wrangler owners out there you got to check out this steering stuff it really is some pretty next level stuff some some, some really good engineering went into this stuff check it out steersmarts.com you guys want to see this stuff in person trust me
3: well great interview tammy and uh, i thought With ron you. did uh, did a great job uh you can certainly tell that uh he is uh, used to promoting his product he uh he had a lot of good points there and uh i uh, had the privilege of recording that interview for uh, for Tammy and Ron and uh i found it very interesting especially the uh the whole idea of uh, uh not having to drill out the knuckle uh, yeah. to get the better uh the better uh what would you call it not high high power steering uh the ability well, to stronger steering uh, stronger and, steer.
1: and moving it up over the top of the knuckle stuff like that i th- They've definitely done it right. Look, I, I'm one that I went to the one ton steering. I drilled my knuckles out. I've got mm-hmm. big fat bars on my steering and it's all linkage. It's not rack and pinion on my Cherokee, even though the, it's got a unibody. It's not uh, body on frame. But aside from that, uh, you know, couldn't love it more. Uh, it, some of this stuff obviously isn't going to work on the Cherokees, isn't going to work on the TJs, uh, isn't going to work on the, on the CJs, of course. Uh, but that doesn't mean that these guys aren't going to be hitting the engineering uh, books and uh, be coming out with product lines in the future. Sounds like they're definitely diligent in in releasing product lines that are in demand. So, uh, very very good stuff. Check out SteerSmarts.com and keep them on your radar for stuff that they have coming out here in the near, in the near future.
3: Yeah, if you're a TJ owner, uh, I don't think I'm talking out of turn here. But if you're a TJ owner, I would uh, keep your eye on that site. You may be seeing some uh, some goodies coming for the TJ, based on a little after uh, after interview conversation uh, that we had with Ron. So um not saying they are not saying they're not just keep an eye at the site and see you may find something interesting
1: <laughs> Well hey guys uh, speaking of something else you want to keep on your radar check out the 4x4 radio network the Jeep Talk show the 4x4 podcast Center Steer it's all about Land Rovers Money Microphone podcast which is all about the ATVs UTVs and more we've all joined forces come together like Voltron <laughs> and created our very own network that's right a network we're going to be taking over the airwaves and the interwebs here very soon. We're going to be adding more shows to the lineup soon, but right now there is a ton of great 4x4 content right over there at 4x4radionetwork.com. You guys can listen to all the great podcasts simply by pressing the play button. No downloader to, no, no player to download, nothing to sign up for. There's no better place, plain and simply, to get all of your guys' 4x4 information. That's the 4 x 4 radio network. www.4x4radionetwork.com.
2: Hey, when you're done listening to this episode, head
5: over to the 4x4podcast.com and check out the latest episode, 106, where Craig, Rich, and I talk about what it takes to winterize a vehicle,
1: the Sandsport Super Show in Southern California, and Rich does an interview with Rambler, the social app that will record your adventures and let you share them.
2: That's the 4x4podcast.com and episode 106.
0: Um, Now we're going to get back to some of our normal things that we have on our show. And this is always one of my favorites is um, listener voicemails.
1: Hey, this is Tony and I'm Tammy and this is Josh. And you've reached our 24 seven voicemail line. You guys know what to do. So at the beep, leave your message. It's a super croc. Just like to say
5: one thing about last week's show. Okay. A couple. First off, there was like, 30, 40, infinite amount of time talking
2: about Hondas, <laughs> Honda cars, not even Honda four-wheel drives, but Honda cars. I
5: mean, come on. This is Jeep talk.
3: It's the cats this is of the four-wheel auto show. world.
5: <laughs> so come on, unless it's a,
0: in some disparaging way, no more Honda talk. All right. Second of all, you need to get chat fixed.
5: Either that or just have (laughs) everyone come to
1: Zello. Zello is fun. You get to actually hear people, like in real time. But yeah, get chat fixed. Well, uh, it is fixed now, thankfully. Uh that's not that's fixed for most. I think Super
0: Croc is still having a hard time. Yes, yeah, 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 he's like, like for the everybody. only one. I know. Clyde, <laughs> no,
1: Clyde
3: is uh, was having problems with it too. Oh no, uh, that's no good. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I, I don't know what's up.
0: That's odd. I, well, I told him to turn it off, his computer off, and turn it back on again.
3: Yeah, the that's, standard IT response. I
0: know. My husband does that to me all the time. Did you turn it off and turn it back on?
3: <laughs> and then you go, you you bow your head and go, oh, yeah. I haven't done that yet. Do I have Uh, to? Only if you want me to help you more. Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, sorry about that super croc, but uh, you know, those things happen. I have a, a, I have a general no touch policy uh, because when I touch it, uh, some unintended consequence comes along and uh, that's what happened with, uh, with too easy. Yeah. Too easy. (laughs) Yeah. So,
1: uh I've got I've got uh Anton uh, messaging messaging me in private. Uh he is absolutely beside himself. Uh so <laughs> he, yeah, he's he, I think he's about ready to jump off a building.
3: So, <laughs> so beside himself there's two.
1: Oh no, he's <laughs>
5: multiplied.
3: <laughs> uh. Well, that that had to be some reason for that uh, bathroom time, right? So, uh <laughs> let's see. What do we <laughs> What do we we want to what's get out next? of this. Well, what's
1: <laughs> next is you guys heading over to our YouTube channel. That's what's next. That's ah. what's happening. That's what it's all about. It's where, it's how we broadcast this live to you guys yes. each and every Thursday, 10 p.m. Central. And uh, we're doing that a number of ways. And you guys, we're all over the web. So you guys can definitely hear us and see us all over the place. But YouTube.com slash Jeep Talk Show is where you want to go. We need your subscriptions, guys. So if you haven't subscribed, please press pause right now. Open up a new browser tab, something like that by all means, get that subscription in now. We're trying to get those numbers up right now. There's something we're trying to do, guys. We could really use your help. So if you guys could get those subscriptions in, that would be great. (laughs) Yeah. Along with your TPS reports. (laughs) Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show?
5: What are you talking about, man?
1: Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show? I got no idea what the heck. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk show at?
5: Get out of face, yo.
1: Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk show at? Underwater. Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk show at? In the bubble bath. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk show at? No clue. And where do you listen to the Jeep Talk show at? While flexing on stumps. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk show at? Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk show at? Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk show at? I would assume on the radio. The Jeep Talk show, available
2: on iTunes and at JeepTalkShow.com.
3: That guy wanted you in the bubble bath with him. I could tell by the way he said it. <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's anything oh, wrong man, with that. That's great. It's good, clean fun.
1: Well, it would be by the end.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the whole... No, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Too easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tammy, talk us out.
0: Uh, okay, yeah. I'm Sorry, I was in the <laughs> chat room reading stuff. Ah, um, you
3: guys are going to get blocked. I, I wasn't
0: paying attention. Um now this is a segment again and you now it seems like i like listening to everybody else outside <laughs> of the jeep talk show rather than you two now, anyway um now something we all look forward to each and every week is hearing from the mind of nikki g
2: from the mind of nikki
0: g
5: hey this is nikki g and uh i spent a lot of time thinking about this uh, Denver D1 for president thing.
1: <laughs> oh, no. And, uh,
5: although I, I do like his uh, position on slapping Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> I'm not sure if I uh, appreciate his view on zombies. Uh, I guess I'd vote for him, but only if uh, Super Croc was his running mate, which I, I think Super Croc is Canadian, so I don't know if it's legal for him to run Jeez. for office. Then there's that whole thing. If uh, we open up running for office to foreigners, then we're going to get uh, possibly Cantab in the White House, which then will be turned into the white trailer park.
1: That's it. I'm moving to the moon. So it's
5: a good thing we don't let foreigners run for office. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you guys run with that one for a while. Oh gee. All right, oh, I'll uh, chat you later. You have a good one. Bye.
3: <laughs> oh, man, I was afraid that the uh, Secret Service people were going to stop by. <laughs> and that was the last time we heard from Nikki G. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when he said white tra- trailer park, I thought he was going to say white trash, Taylor Trailer Park. Yeah, I park. thought that's where he was
5: going. <laughs> <laughs> I was
1: like, oh, boy.
3: love us some Cantab. Uh, he is, uh, <laughs> there's, the, you know, I have come to, to believe that Christ uh, Church, uh, New Zealand, is much like uh, East Texas. It's it's full of good old boys, and they just talk funnier than what they talk in East Texas.
5: <laughs> hey, this is Nikki G, and uh, I've got a question about recovery kits.
3: Here it comes. Uh,
5: what kind of recovery are we talking about? Recovery from uh, drug and alcohol addiction, addiction or uh, recovery from like a sex addiction? Addiction, which I, I would like to see that recovery <laughs> kit. Uh, I have a recovery kit in my Jeep, and I was just wondering. I know uh, one time I washed uh, darks and whites <laughs> together in the washing machine. And uh, let me tell you, they don't make a recovery kit for that. Wendy was not happy. On the plus side, we got nice pink towels. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, I'll uh, chat to you later. You have a good one. Bye.
3: Yes. Uh <laughs> recovery kits it could be you I mean you know it's
1: wide open to interpretation it could be anything indeed uh, yeah no something tells me uh, Nikki nicky g's got uh, got several kits in the back of his jeep <laughs> i would uh i'd and like I to don't see i do know what
0: they are no no
1: please <laughs> i like to well i'd like to know about uh, a
3: charlie sheen recovery kit uh that could be numerous <laughs> things that guy wow. including a body condom so <laughs> oh I hate to hear that about Charlie. I've always enjoyed him as an actor, but uh, I guess if you live your life a certain way, that's what's going to happen.
2: You're listening to a 4x4 4x4 Radio Network Podcast.
3: Well, after literally millions of entries, we have uh, come to just one winner, and Tammy, I'll let you take it from
1: here.
0: Well, last week, I... Told you guys about a decal, the Jeep Mama Decal Contest. And this decal is to go on your Jeep. And usually people put it like right on their upper windshield. And it's badass toys ain't just for boys. Anyway, so I asked you to submit me an email with the code word Jeep Mama Rocks. And after randomly choosing a winner, and I'm going to say randomly, I, there's no favoritism here, even though um, the person who won, I am a little partial to their videos, but um, Clyde with Peps Boys hey, I'll will yeah, be sending out this decal, and I know he was looking forward to winning for his little girl. So anyway, Clyde, congratulations, and I hope you like the decal.
3: Oh, and you know, you say that 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 decal is really for like a woman's type thing, but it doesn't have to be a woman's thing. It says boys, so it could be for men. It's not for boys. It could be for men, right?
0: Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, I guess, I guess.
3: Work with me here, Tammy. Work with me. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
1: Come on. Or you could
0: just cut it off and just say badass toy. There you
1: go.
3: Uh, it could send the wrong signal at the truck stop. So, um, <laughs> so well, that's great. I, I don't know why Clyde couldn't join us in chat tonight. That's a shame I that know. he's not here with us. And you know, I uh, miss Clyde. It's 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 not the same I'm not having him in there. So,
0: yeah, him and Super Croc. It's a sad day um, on the Jeep Talk Show. I mentioned Clyde. So uh, let's get over to. Uh, <laughs> Let's get on. Oh, can you
3: feel the love, everybody? <laughs> I
0: know. Jeez.
3: Well, you know, Supercock is one of those personalities like me. You just like give him a hard time anytime you can. So uh, it's uh, all and you know, he's my a, good, mom sport. Said, he a is. good sport. Yeah. He's a good sport. Of course, he's kicking the cat through the hedge right now. Right. But,
0: well, my mom always told me when when you get picked on, that means they love you.
1: Oh. Got picked on a lot all your life yes, then, right? Yes, I did. Well, We sure could use some uh, getting picked on ourselves. We've asked you guys time and time again each and every week to leave us a review. We love those five-star ratings and, of course, uh, the comments on YouTube, on uh, iTunes, and all over the web that you guys leave for us to find. We love that stuff. We love hearing from you, and we, of course, love the constructive criticism, the feedback. It lets us know that, hey, we're actually doing something here that you guys uh, appreciate uh, get some use out of, or loathe completely, um, and uh, and we get those reviews every now and again, and of course we share each and every word of them with you guys. So uh, we've got three tonight, which is awesome. Love that. And Tammy's going to take the first one,
0: and of course you would give me the first one because I have no idea how to pronounce this guy's last name, but I'm going to give it my best shot. Keith Farrar, Farrar, um, Farrar. Um, That's how on I would. Twitter at Keith <laughs> underscore Farrar. Um, just heard the 200th episode. It was fantastic, and congrats!
1: Well, thank you, Keith. Very much appreciate those fine words. And uh, of course, if you guys want to give a shout out to Keith at Keith underscore Farrar, and we got another one up here. Tony, take this one.
3: Well, on uh, Google Plus, it uh, was just quite simply, I like this show with big
1: thumbs up. That is awesome. We, of course, appreciate some thumbs up, but way better than thumbs down. Five stars is always a great alternative as well. Got another one here from XJTalk.com, and that's where our roots stem from. It's how this podcast got started to begin with. And Berta91YJ says, great show with exclamation points. Hey, guys, and Tammy, just wanted to say how much I enjoy the Jeep Talk podcast. Stumbled upon it a couple months back. listened to a couple of the shows. Very quickly noticed how it felt like you guys were on my player for years found the show very informative and entertaining. Went back and downloaded all the episodes from about number 65 on. I've listened to every one of them now. Nice to see how the show has improved and expanded over time. Being a Wrangler guy, I really relate to Tammy and her family that just won't wheel. Paps boys. (laughs) Dot, (laughs) dot, dot. Now you've added the grand adventure. Awesome stuff. Can't wait until there's more. Keep up the radio, podcast gold, and happy 200th. Hope to listen to at least that many more.
3: Yeah, I don't know what the Paps Boys reference was, other than it was this honorable mention.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I think he was saying that he likes the Paps Boys.
1: I think ones. so too. I yeah, think absolutely. so. Absolutely. Who doesn't like the Paps uh, Boys? Guys, check out the Paps Boys over on YouTube. You will love their channel. You will definitely love their videos, especially if you are a Jeep fan.
3: And uh, just checking the uh, iTunes reviews, I see that uh, Keith Ferrara has also given us an iTunes review, five stars, and he says, I've listened to this podcast a while now, and I have to say, it's fantastic. Let me repeat that. Fantastic. Yes. It's funny, informative, and makes you feel like you're a part of the Jeep lifestyle. Great show. Keith, thank you twice. Indeed.
1: Indeed. And that's what I call doing your your homework right there.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Going uh dot yeah, go uh, uh, review route and the iTunes review route. We love it.
1: So let's Yo, let's
5: <laughs> let's fight over this go. next segment. Jinx. Jinx.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so let's talk about uh, what's happening on xjtalk.com. and as you guys know, and uh, Josh just. Uh, uh, alluded to this. It's uh, where our roots are. And is it roots or roots? Roots or roots? I guess it depends if you're a candidate or not. It's uh, where we began from xjtalk.com. It's still in business. It's a, a nice Jeep forum, uh, primarily with the, uh, the 1984 through 2001 uh, Jeep Cherokees. But there's all kinds there. Anyway, it's a forum. You have posts. People talk about things and uh, we're going to tell you about something that people are talking about. Now, this was posted a while back by Tall Guy Jeep. He was having some problems with his, um, well, changing the brake, uh, the, the drum brakes on his uh, Cherokee. So he says uh, in his post, over the weekend, I wanted to swap in my new rotors in the front, the shoes, and back. Fronts went on lickety split, and rear was a different story. It often is with drum brakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> long story short, everything came apart fine. Oh, it always does. But after finally getting everything together right, the lever that clicks. The self-adjuster screw sits about a sixteenth of an inch below where it needs to be, allowing the self-adjuster to spin freely. Any advice? I have spent every evening this week work uh, after work assembling and disassembling, but the problem persists. I have bought uh, new springs, new self-adjuster kits for both sides. Tonight I'm putting on a new wheel cylinder because uh, with all the fuss, uh, I uh, put a hole <laughs> in the one, one of the rubber ends. I figure I might as well uh, do it anyway while I'm in there, so I don't have to worry about it later. Uh, As always, thanks for any help, and all the advice uh, is welcome. Now, uh, as we do with this segment, we give you the the response right after the post, and uh, 4.3LXJ responded with, Either you have the wrong shoes, or you have the spring and clip in the wrong wrong hole. Show me a pic. And he supply a picture now I'm not going to give it away but they did find the solution to this problem so if you're thinking about doing drum brakes and you don't want to go into this uh, uh, this type of situation because he was putting it together correctly <laughs> so I don't want to spoil it for you just go over to uh, xjtalk.com and uh, look for the, uh, the post uh, from uh, tall guy jeep and uh, about drum brakes and we'll have that link in the show notes in case you don't want to do searches
1: Good stuff over there, and as always, one of our our top contributors and one of our our tech experts over there at XJTalk.com responded with some great advice, and of course, a solution was found relatively quickly. That is not uncommon over at XJTalk.com, the web's most premier Jeep site, and it's because we have a great family, a great network of Jeep enthusiasts who are very technically savvy and love to share their information with fellow Jeepers. So if you have uh, maybe had a bad taste in your mouth prior with uh, forums and stuff like that because of some of the attacks and the, here, let me Google that for you and and that kind of stuff, uh, well, you're not going to find any of that. None of the flaming, none of the criticism, none of the harsh stuff, and and it's very, very family-friendly. All that over at XJTalk.com. So even if you guys have a Wrangler, you're not a Cherokee owner, we have uh, many, many uh, forums over there, uh, threads over there for all kinds of platforms, and of course, the sister site WranglerTalk.com uh, where you guys can find the same group of people uh, and the same great caliber of technical heavy information.
3: Yeah, we like doing the forum thing. It's fun because you uh, you get to uh, interact with people uh, not through voicemails or reviews just directly. Almost almost like talking to them because uh, uh, those, those posts keep on coming. Now normally we would either have a, a CJ uh, segment or a Grand Adventure segment uh, it, at this position of the show but with the uh, the little um, interview that we had at the, the front of the show we're uh, going to bypass that this week but uh, tune in next week for the Grand Adventure with Cody uh, from tra- trailchasers.net and Josh, a little something, something happened uh, this past yeah. week for Cody. Now we
1: kind of teased this over the last couple few weeks, and, uh, and we knew it was coming. Uh, we heard it from the horse's mouth directly. Well, um, there's been some very interesting developments here in our extended family. As you guys know, Cody from Trailchasers.net uh, does our Grand Adventure segment, and, and he's been kind of uh, out of the mix for a little bit because, well, he's kind of been on waiting time. He's been in a holding pattern. Because he's had a new addition to the family due here recently. And in fact, it happened. Uh, and it didn't happen just with him. It happened with another member of our extended family, Matt Smorenberg, who's been an instrumental part in Tony's build of his own Jeep. Helped him out with a motor build and very and a lot more than that. Well, they both had a new addition to the family. Both beautiful babies born on the same day. I think, wow. they, I think it, it is mandatory at this point that both kids' middle name be changed to Jeep Talk Show. <laughs> <laughs> or at least right. JTS. Um, yeah, at least JTS, yes. So
3: you guys help me out with this. Uh, uh, Matt and his wife, uh, Andrea, uh, their new child's name is B-R-I-N-L-Y-N-N. Is that Lynn or BrynLyn? Lynn?
1: Sounds like maybe. i horrible with spelling.
3: Yeah, it's B-R-I-N. So BrynLyn, I think. So BrynLyn Harper Smorenberg.
1: And we've also got Presley Quinn.
0: Two uh, new two. jeep girls in the world. Yay, uh, we're yeah. going to take over the world. And
3: I'm actually jeep looking at a, taking over the world. I'm actually <laughs> looking at a nice little picture here of uh, a child, a baby, uh, a toddler, uh, not a toddler, a baby uh, and a tray tra- with a uh, draped in a trailchasers.net uh, uh, probably t-shirt that uh, and, and I don't think that's I don't think that's Cody's baby. I think that's a a professional, that's, a, that's a rental that's a professional actor because that's, yeah. that's a rental that's, that's a good-looking kid that's especially clearly a prop especially <sighs> being, and i like how he didn't commercialize his child at all by oh, draping not her at all the trail chasers you know cody's gonna go far <laughs> because he's uh, he's gonna throw that that trail in anywhere he
1: can <laughs> nothing but love cody and of course the biggest of congratulations from all of us here at the jeep talk show to both cody and matt and their families on the latest addition to their families and to the jeep family as a whole
3: yeah i kept asking him i was trying not to i was like baby now baby now baby (laughs) not yet i
0: think he got annoyed with me on facebook (laughs) Oh, was
3: were you asking him too is he here yet
0: is he here (laughs) yet yeah we were like a bunch of kids in the back seat are we there yet are we there yet mute block I'll never unfriend
3: th- I'll never tell these people <laughs> anything again yep
1: <laughs> you got tech questions what ah, do I ever a- we have answers oh that's good cause I, think- I- it's tech talk with Jeep right talk Yahoo. <laughs> love that Hey guys, this is a, a new segment that we've introduced here the last couple of few weeks, and, uh, and it's because we've had an overwhelming demand to get into more tech, and we are definitely going to do that. We're going to spoon-feed this to you uh, one show at a time. Now, we're going to take these, um, these topics, uh, of course, as they come in, and, uh, and we've gotten several suggestions. Of course, if you guys have your own suggestion for a topic that you want covered on Tech Talk with Jeep Talk, by all means, send those suggestions to info at jeeptalkshow.com. And we will, of course, add those to our lineup and address the issues as best we can. So this one uh, was uh, sent to us, and it was a question about death wobble and how to avoid it. Uh, and this is a big one in the Jeep world, especially because we all have live axles. Uh, we have that front axle. It's not independent front suspension. And we have track bars and control arms and all this other stuff. And there's so many components that can all go wrong or have, something, have an issue develop with them that can lead to something called death wobble. Now, what is death wobble? Well, it's a wobble that makes you think that you're going to die. Uh, essentially, as you drive down the road, um, something can happen to manipulate the position of the front axle, and it can start bouncing around underneath your Jeep. And it, trust me, it is as bad as it sounds, and it sucks. I, I, I've experienced it firsthand, uh, but I kind of put myself in harm's way. That's a story for another show. Uh, but uh, experiencing death wobble is, um, well, you're going to know it when it happens Uh, because the steering wheel is going to shake back and forth violently. There's all kinds of videos on the web of this happening. You guys can check it out. And if you're curious, well, trust me, you don't want that curiosity uh, satiated because uh, this is not a pleasant experience. Now, how does it happen and how do you avoid it? Well, uh, how does it happen? Well, components can wear out. Or if you're doing some uh, steering geometry changes uh, and you don't design your steering system properly, uh, if it's custom-made, for instance, or if you install um, an aftermarket uh, setup improperly, this is going to all lead to death wobble. Uh, And and what can happen, it it can raise its ugly head as you drive down the freeway and you change lanes. Uh, You hit a pothole. Anything that can manipulate the suspension and cause that axle to start bouncing around in there. And and basically what's happening is, is everything has to line up perfectly. All the components, all the linkages, everything has to work in unison. And if you've got something that is slightly out of whack at the wrong angle, because we are talking about shear forces and geometry and, and, and there's a lot of physics that are going on. And if your Jeep isn't set up properly and, and your physics are slightly off, you're going to have this death wobble appear. And how do you avoid it? Well, making sure that all of your components, both your steering components and your suspension components, are very well maintained in good order and, of course, installed properly, designed properly to begin with if you are doing a custom system like a per, perhaps like an inverted T uh, or you know over the knuckle type system one-ton steering all that stuff is all usually custom-made so if you have rod ends that are worn like a tie rod end that is worn uh, that's gonna be creating a point of, of motion a, a, a part where something can move independently from the rest of the system uh, band-aids like steering dampeners aren't gonna fix the problem if you have bad angles between your drag link and your track bar this can also pose a problem this kind of thing happens when you lift your vehicle, and you don't relocate the track bar. Well, you're going to notice a, 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 an angle difference between the track bar and the drag link. And this can cause bump steer, and in worst case scenarios can actually cause death wobble. So you really want to make sure that your steer, steering geometry is all lined up the way that it should. Now, we could dedicate an entire episode on what proper steering geometry is and how to obtain it, and through all the different kinds of steering systems and whatnot. Um, we're not going to do that here, so we're going to let you guys uh, do that research on your, on your own uh, or save it for another show. Um, but uh, another thing you want to take a look at is your suspension components, especially things like ball joints and control arm bushings. If those are worn, well, obviously that's going to create another point of movement as well that can allow components to move independently from the rest of the system. That kind of stuff is going to beget worse problems and, of course, cause things like death wobble, bump steer, and a myriad of other issues like bad alignment and a whole bunch of other stuff. Needless to say, good maintenance is going to be at the top of your list. Um, Checking all your components and and really a good steering check is is probably a good idea at least a couple few times a year. So then this can be done with a couple of people. One person operating the steering wheel while somebody else, preferably somebody who knows what they're looking for, is down looking at all the steering components, the linkages, the rod ends, and stuff like that, looking for play, looking for motion, looking for movement that shouldn't be there, and especially looking for shiny metal. That's going to be a sign that things are out of whack, definitely. So I've had my own issues with steering uh, problems and whatnot. I don't know if Tony or Tammy, if either of you guys have. I know, Tammy, you've got the Griffin on yours now, so it's probably not going to be an issue that you're going to see anytime soon. Tony, have you ever had any steering issues like death wobble or anything like that? I personally have not. Uh, my 98 has never experienced death
3: wobble. Uh, my uh, 1983 uh, Chevrolet pickup did uh, shortly after uh, getting the, uh, uh, the four-inch uh, lift put on it. Uh, I would experience it around 35 miles an hour. And uh, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, more unfortunately, I guess, my wife uh, <laughs> experienced death wobble in her 2003 TJ. Uh, while wow. she was doing about 70 miles an hour with 18 wheel, 18 wheelers all around her. Oh, and I think yikes. one was actually on top of her. If, if I remember the story properly. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so uh, I, uh, she was actually quite uh, concerned about driving it there for a while after I replaced all the components. And I told her death wobble ain't happening because I'd re- replaced everything that, that would cause that. And and it hasn't.
0: So now I have a question um, with the girlfriend that I have on now. When, um, I get my lift. Yes. Is that going to change anything? Well,
3: no. Usually, I don't think, it, I don't think it, the lift creates death wobble. No. It, it's it's worn parts that create death wobble.
1: Definitely, or or improperly installed parts, or or uh, parts that uh, maybe weren't tightened up, any anything like that. Tammy, the the worst that's going to happen with with you. You may notice something like bump steer mm-hmm. uh, as you as you hit a a pothole or an obstacle or something like that. Uh, as the suspension travels, it's going to move the steering wheel for you. Right. Like yeah. Bump so well, you, and steers. that's
0: what the attenuator is supposed to help fix. Well, so, so uh, I don't know
3: so much because uh, it, with bump steer, it you immediately take a ninety degree turn. So you just like you just think of it at forty miles an hour making a ninety degree turn like you're making uh, turning onto a street. That's what can happen. Geez. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You'll okay. feel you'll feel a slight. Uh, you'll go you'll hit a bump, and the steering wheel will literally literally turn in your hands just slightly, and and you'll have to make a slight correction.
1: Right. Yeah, but, and it's really not that big of a deal. It's more of an, a nuisance than anything else. But again, it's a sign of underlying problems. And and if you have something like bump steer or 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 the slightest little. A uh, hint of death wobble or something like that, and you think, "Oh, well, I'll just you know, th- I'll just uh, throw a new steering dampener on there, yeah, no. and uh, and th- and that'll fix it." Well, it might it might put a band-aid on it temporarily, it's get worse, but yeah. it's really just masking the underlying problem that you want to address. Now, Tammy, if you uh, lift up your your JK and um and you notice some steering issues, well, it, it's it's not likely going to happen that way because most uh most lift manufacturers take this into account. They know. That, that how their components work with, with the steering geometry once installed. And so they will include something like a, like a relocation bracket that's going to right. relocate your track bar or, or something along those lines that's going to correct the steering angles to Drop, prevent this sort of thing from happening. Drop pitman arm, for example.
3: Uh, yeah, the, 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 the bump steer comes into play whenever you, uh, your track bar and your, uh, uh, what is it called? I call it a drag link. Uh, drag link, yeah, basically isn't uh, uh, isn't parallel. They're not at the same angle. So, you see
0: my my drag link, right? Because that's yeah. my drag link is what the Griffin replaced.
3: No, no, it went on the drag right? link. It doesn't replace yeah. it.
1: Oh, well, no, the, uh, what the Griffin does is, is it replaces the coupler. Mm-hmm. What, uh, it, it replaces the stock adjustment coupler that allows it's you to re-center, yes. recenter your steering wheel. Right. That's, that is on the drag link in between the, uh, the, the, the knuckle and the, um, the pitman arm. Right. And it basically is, you know, cut the drag link in half, put this thing in the middle. There you go. That, this is, it essentially replaces the adjustment coupler.
3: Yeah, you don't have to have that on the drag link. The only reason it's there is so that you can center your steering wheel.
1: Mm-hmm. For instance, my, um, my one-ton over-the-knuckle steering system does not have any kind of adjustment uh, for that. If I want to adjust the steering, I actually have to rotate the whole rod itself. I don't have a well, nice fancy little, that, little coupler in that there That does make, do make it
3: stronger, that doing it that way. If you don't put a break in the, uh, the rod, it definitely makes it stronger. So. Mm-hmm. I didn't I realize that. I do want to
0: make one correction to something that Josh said. Josh, you oh, said please. if... You said if I get a lift. meant ah. when.
1: Pardon me. Well, I don't
3: I don't think I don't think two inches it qualifies as a lift, do oh. you, Josh?
0: Uh <laughs> Them's fighting words, Tony.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, well. It was okay. meant to be, Tammy.
0: <laughs> Especially with,
1: with two inches. She'll she'll be uh, fitting thirty sevens and, and uh with two inches on uh, on our our jeeps, so we'll be lucky to fit thirty ones.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's the truth. Well, that's uh, the that's difference between uh, off-road and styling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my
0: Jeep's going to be bigger than your Jeep, right? <laughs>
1: hey, well, this is not a show where we pull out measuring sticks until <laughs> after no. the pre-show, post-show. <laughs> uh, that's for after the, 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 the post-show. Yeah. yeah, well, anyway, uh, any idea when you're going
3: to be getting that, uh, that lift kit, Tammy?
0: Uh, I would really like to do it this spring before I really go back off-roading again, um, but you know, it just all depends on if I can save the money, because you know I really want the Clayton.
3: Um, well,
1: of course you do. Kit, oh yeah, good stuff.
3: That was all part of yeah. the plan there for Clayton. I well, know. Let, well, let's jump over to Camp Fireside Chat and talk some more about this uh, these things that we all hate, purple and uh, two-inch lifts, and uh, my Jeep's <laughs> bigger than yours.
1: All oh, jeeps slamming should be, doors and stuff. All <laughs> jeeps all
3: angry. All jeeps are red, whether it be on the external or just underneath the paint. They're all red.
0: Actually, None red jeeps get. are pretty cool.
3: <laughs> see, it's but hard to purple, fight. Of, it's hard jeeps to fight cooler. with a nice person. You Got have to really lot of work guts at
1: it. Showing up here like that, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of guts. <laughs> hey, people can see me at night, Josh. You, you oh, have to yeah. dodge people. That's right. I'm I'm rolling stealth style. <laughs>
0: yeah. What color she is did. yours? Josh,
1: mine's black mine's know. black but i i I have, I have a very unique jeep because I, I have one fender that's primer gray
0: now have i seen i've just seen pictures of your your engine of your jeep i don't know if i've seen
1: yeah, I've, I've posted a, a couple of videos and uh and i've got pictures oh, yeah, all, yeah, yeah. All, all over <laughs> the web i think you yeah you saw one yeah. uh, video of of my jeep a few years back uh back when it was a lot less than what it is now uh going over some big rocks
3: you know, Josh, I was listening to—I think it was episode one ninety-one because I'm woefully behind in my uh, my podcast—not oh not, I, not just Irish, so. but all the ones that uh, that I uh, subscribe to—and you were talking about making a wheeling trip. Uh, Not—I uh, think two days. The, uh, the show was on Thursday, so you were actually talking about making a trip on that Saturday. Yeah. And you had about ninety thousand things you were planning on doing <laughs> after That's work. Insane on look, friday I, look, I'm a, and I'm leaving a on, owner. on saturday so let me just let me just get to this point okay is the jeep back together yet how dare you <laughs> i've been i've been holding this for three four days now so i just wanted to get it all the way through and point out that my <laughs> air compressor and uh, at horn are not installed yet but is your jeep running yet from episode uh, 191 is your jeep <laughs> ready to go <laughs>
1: Oh, I'm turning red over here, guys. Uh, no, I, I am embarrassed because no, I haven't done I haven't done, uh, I haven't done uh, work on my Jeep here uh, recently. Uh, last weekend, I had a little bout of, of food poisoning, and it really kind of set me back. Gee, I mean, I was? wasn't bedridden by any by any means, but man, I I don't think I ate solid food all weekend long. Uh, uh, I was yeah, I was drinking a lot of fluids and uh, and getting rid of a lot of fluids. Okay, too. that was last weekend, but this that was not 191
3: was about uh, two months ago. So So I'm
1: getting so the prior weekends So you you had mentioned (laughs) about the ninety three thousand things that I had uh, had to do on on my uh, on my to do list. Well, look, I'm a Jeep owner. I'm 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 very mechanically inclined. I'm an engineer by trade and I I'm a Jeep builder and my list is going to be long forever. It is always going to be long. There's always going to be something added to it. Scratch one thing off. Add two more. Scratch one thing off. Add two more. So, you know, it, it may be the Jeep may be running here this weekend. Uh, but I guarantee you there will be a list that has 93,000 more things on it that I will have to do.
3: Now, see, in uh, episode 90, 191, you were saying, it'll be done.
1: All I have to do is this. And
3: I like, yeah. how, I like how you changed that to, it may be running this weekend. No. <laughs> but, I think you know, you've learned your we lesson. We
0: always have tons of stuff on our list to do to our Jeep.
3: Yeah, but, he, it's you true. know, uh, something's going to explode. Some great calde- caldera is going to explode. And Josh is going to look at his Jeep and go, If I had only had you running, we would have just, lived. We well, would have been able to make thing. it just out. One
1: more thing. You guys probably don't know. The Northwest got, got hit really hard this last week by uh, by a winter storm. and Oh, early I didn't winter know storm. that. Oh. And Did you uh, get yeah, snow? power was flickering here actually as early as uh, last night, even. We we had 70 mile per hour winds Holy here uh, this, this week. Uh, there were on uh, the major interstate that goes east to west here um, just. <laughs> cars were attacking Five miles well no <laughs> i-84 had trees that fell down across it and people were running into these fallen down trees at freeway speeds they shut down the entire freeway because of this you don't play chicken with trees everybody knows that no they, you will, don't they that. will not
3: dodge the out of the way this guy i don't care i'm a tree
1: so, it, look, the Northwest is beautiful and pretty, and and as awesome as it is here, we are not without our extreme weather. And uh, and although we don't have to deal with things like hurricanes, we have our fair share of flooding and high mm-hmm. winds and high water and snow and all that other stuff that comes along with living in this uh, in this re- in this re- realm range mm-hmm. area. There we go. Let me ask you uh, real
3: quick: those trees that had fallen onto yeah. the, onto the freeway, were mm-hmm. tree huggers still attached to them, or do they let go? <laughs> <laughs> do they let go when the tree falls over do they they say well it's dead i Does gotta get, make a on? noise
1: if is there to hear it <laughs> uh,
0: right
3: so anyway that's that's amazing i'm surprised you didn't tell me about that were you able to make it uh to well, work it
1: just that that all happened basically this week and uh it's it's kind of been an ongoing thing and uh, the freeway is is back open they got the engineers out there they got the the heavy equipment to move the trees and, and inspect the uh the road and, and all that sort of stuff and and, uh, and commerce, commerce is flowing once again. But, I mean, that you raise a good point, Tony, is that, you know, anything can happen at any mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And I've got my one and only means to to escape that and uh, to navigate around it, get through it, is sitting in my garage in pieces right now. So I, it, it is close. I've, I'm at the point now where it's I can't go out there and tinker for 20 or 30 minutes and, and come back in and, and continue doing what I'm doing. I'm a very busy guy. And and when I've got a project like this going on, I've got to go out there and spend a two or three hour chunk to get to the next phase of things. And my spare time is coming at a very high premium right now with everything that I have going on. It's just I don't have the kind of time that I want to invest in my Jeep. So I got gotta go out there and, and you know I see it, it's like, oh god, I just wanna oh, I just wanna turn a wrench on you. But I can't, <laughs> uh, because I've got these other things to do or I can't spend enough time on it. And it, it really is frustrating. So well, well, I, I don't wanna I don't wanna put you in my frustration.
3: I don't wanna put you under the gun, uh, but I'm you just should. I'm just curious. What is it? I mean, did you do the freeze plugs? Were you planning
1: on doing the freeze plugs? You know, I've actually thought about that, Tony, because uh, I've got that space open. It's one of those things where, and that's one of the other reasons why this project has gone on so long, because I keep keep falling victim to the, hey, while you're in there, you might as well do this. Mm Mm-hmm and and it's it's like well if you're going to do that you might as well do this and if you do that well then you might as well do this too well have and, you
3: have you checked the freeze plugs do they look like they're okay
1: they're fine they're fine and leave them be, alone leave them alone we've got that scratch if I did
3: so you yeah. don't that that answers my other question you don't have the exhaust or the intake on yet
1: no, it's uh, ready to go. Everything is is at the point now where it's it's ready to be bolted on. All I got to do is get the RTV in the corners, set my oil pan gasket. get Oh, that, that was going to be my next up. question
3: if the oil pan was on because the oil pan's kind of a pain in the butt.
1: But, yeah, and but, so I've I've already made my little uh, my little custom dowels um, that they uh, the uh, factory service manual recommends that you do. And here's a tip for you guys uh, out there if you don't have a factory service manual. A little tip for installing an oil pan gasket on a four liter inline six. Uh, is to cut yourself, uh, cut the head off of a couple of quarter twenty bolts, and uh, and and put a slot down the middle of them. And you can screw these up into the bottom of the block to retain the the oil pan gasket in place as you install, um, uh, install the oil pan. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you got to put some RTV up there. You got to get the oil pan gasket up first, and then you can put up the oil pan itself. Right. Uh, so there's 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 steps and there's tricks and there's methods trying to do this without any kind of pre alignment is going to cause yourself a lot of problems, a lot of trouble, and it's gonna make it harder on you than it really needs to be. So do yourself a favor uh, and make yourself a a set of four. You need four, one for each corner, basically, um, of these little, basically just a a head of a bolt cut off with a slot down the middle of it so that you can unscrew it with a screwdriver, and that will help retain and locate and align the oil pan gasket while you install your oil pan.
3: Now, do you put the oil in the oil pan while you're putting it on, or do you put it afterwards?
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you want to bolt everything up, get everything bolted back in, torque to spec, slush, and, and, slush. and have a good visual a visual inspection before you put the first drop of fluid back into the engine.
3: Okay, good tip, good safety tip too. Uh, or or wear safety glasses, uh, one of the two. Always wear see, safety glasses if the when oil you're under, was in there. If the oil was in there, it would help you keep it level because <laughs> you would.
0: Be oh, no, wouldn't. <laughs> Don't listen to a word he says. People, don't
3: listen to Tony. So no, you have uh, no. you got you still have the oil pan. The oil pan is going to be tricky. That's going to take a little bit of time. But the nice thing is, once you get the oil pan on, then uh, it's uh, even if you don't have them all tightened up yet. If you're just letting the RTV dry in those corners, right. you can you can start putting on the uh, the intake and the exhaust, and exactly. and then you're pretty much done. Do you have the yeah. uh, Do you have the new uh, um, uh, throttle body on the intake yet?
1: Yeah, the intake manifold is uh, is all back together as so an sensors.
3: Everything is it's ready. Yeah, to go. all the sensors, oh, everything is
1: all put back. Uh, has all been cleaned up and and uh, and refurbished, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, new gaskets and stuff like that are all set and ready to go as well. Everything is is reinstalled uh, as an assembly, and the, and the entire intake manifold is going to get put back on as a unit, uh, along with the uh, with a with a repaired header.
3: So I I would say that come the right emergency if you had five hours maybe less you could have this thing i could
1: put this jeep back together in less than three Yeah, yeah, yeah if i absolutely if it was a dire emergency i could probably do it in two
3: so i'm just going with the five because you get it all back together in three and the next two hours you spend figuring out why it won't start (laughs)
1: <laughs> where did this bolt go? Why, why, no, no. Did, why where it's did gonna this be, come from? It's no. going to
3: be a sensor, or the there's going to be some wire
1: that's not connected. Uh, you know, no, but, it's it's really it's going to be where the hell does this bolt go? Because I, this thing's been apart since you know August. Oh, I see what you're
3: saying. I thought because uh-huh. you know you have to have bolts left over. Tammy, you may not know this, you have to have bolts left over when you're done because otherwise it's not right.
1: Oh, now, I guys, had, I'm, I'm I'm I had whole
0: the, big parts left over last weekend. Like, oh really my God. yeah but y'all just have to wait <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh gee talk about a tease you know um, no, we so have I got, to i gotta know, got know a little bit more is, about this is, i was i was gonna go on about how i'm you know i'm this you know pretend mechanic and and how i you know i know these tips and tricks to pre- you know prevent myself from having the extra screws and bolts but tammy you've got extra hardware <laughs> but with, with extra parts do yeah. tell
0: oh when i um and I'll um, go more into my install. You know, I got an oil pan transmission skid plate, and, and who was, I uh, which one? Did, to,
1: which one did you go with?
0: To, I went with the um, the more um, skid plate, which is the Mountain Off Road Engineering skid plate. Good stuff. And I, yeah, it's uh, it was an easy install. I did have to do um, some drilling and actually some cutting of some bolts, and I oh, didn't wow. do it by my I didn't do it by myself though because you know. As you know, I have some back issues and I'm not allowed to lift things. And so anyway, um, I'll get into more details about that on the next episode of Wrangler Talk. But I had to remove some parts from the Wrangler and we put the skid plate on and I'm like, oh, no, what do I do with this part now? And, um, And I don't know if I should tell you guys. Well, save it for
1: the next time around. What Uh, you can tell us is about the the latest installation, that uh, the other latest installation that you've done.
0: Well, you know, when I went off-roading, gosh, for women's wheeling, um, I have a CB radio. And right now, I I don't have it wired up into the Jeep. I just use the cigarette lighter plug. um, And I just have it sitting on my passenger seat because I only use the... CB radio when I go off-roading because, you know, I really don't need it when I'm taking my kids to school or the grocery store. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I finally um, bought the Rugged Ridge CB mount, um, which is like $18. Oh, wow. And so I um, am installing it above the rear view mirror. And yeah, all I'm I had to do out was... Pictures
1: of, I'm pic- checking out pictures of this thing online uh, right yeah. now. That looks like a pretty solid unit.
0: Yeah, it's... Um, take off the what's it called the footman what's it the footman arm I believe in the Jeep Wrangler so I just removed two torque bolts and I put the mount there and um, so I have the mount there and I can put the CB there now I just have to rewire everything but of course you know when I was getting ready to rewire it it was time to go pick my boys up from school and then we had to get homework started Mm -hmm. and dinner and well you you can still
3: plug it in the cigarette lighter uh, oh yeah I and I would
0: just have wires hanging down. And I wanted it to be able to um, remove it as well. And when I'm not using it, I probably will remove it because everyone's like, you know, you really don't want to have your CB up there. People will see it and they'll break into a Jeep. And so I'll really only put it up there when I'm wheeling.
3: It's not high enough for people not to be able to see it unless they walk up to the side and look.
0: Well, you know, I'll have to check that out because
3: I'm thinking and, it's uh, it's pretty high and uh, the uh, yeah. the top may uh, uh, may because it's between it, it the, looks like <clears throat> it's,
0: it's between the um, the rear view mirror and um mm-hmm, where you top. flip the top up
3: and, and it looks like the the mount actually has a place for the the microphone cable. I, yes, I had never seen one like that because you can actually uh, have the microphone and the cable out of uh, eyesight, or as I told you. Uh, before I looked at closely at the picture. I figured, that yeah, I figured that microphone. I figured that microphone cord is gonna be slapping you in the head while you're all, going yeah. off road. You know, it, it's get com- knocked out. So they they apparently thought that through and put a little hook on there so that you can oh, actually yeah.
1: coil that thing
3: up above the radio, which I thought was pretty nice. But uh,
1: here's a, a little piece of uh, of information for you, Tammy. A little theft deterrent. Uh, you can get some security bolts and replace the the thumb screws on either side of the radio. Oh, yeah. um, That will make it more secure. And another oh. thing will just be is is to take your mic off. It unscrews from the front of the radio. Just take the mic off with you okay. if you're gonna. If, if you're kind of worried about it, those two right there will save you a lot of time and hassle and trouble of of taking the radio in and out each and every time that you do this. Right. And think about it you you've got you've got all you've got power connections, you've got microphone connection, you've got uh, the the antenna connection, all these other connections that you would be, you know. Hooking back up and unhooking and hooking back up and unhooking and, and they're not really meant to do that.
3: No, you uh, can wear them so, out.
1: So you know, hard wiring it in and and putting some security bolts in instead of uh, the thumb screws uh, to you know once you figure out the, which angle you want to, to mount it in there. And honestly, that would be pretty good to go, especially if you, you know you park it in the mall with the top off. Take your mic off, and, uh, yeah. and nobody's going to mess with you. Oh, hey and guys, if you if you want to check out this same CB mount that Tammy has, let's say you got a JK and you guys want to hook up the same CB mount that the Jeep Mama has, well, you guys can find this on Amazon.com. And actually, it's on sale right now, uh, 37% discount, $16.99 and free shipping. So check wow. that out, guys. Amazon.com. Well, you, you guys can uh, click through our link. Uh, jeeptalkshow.com slash Amazon. Am I right, Tony?
3: It's not even a click-through. You just, uh, on the website address, uh, jeeptalkshow.com slash Amazon, it'll take you straight over to amazon.com right after you hit enter. And uh, then uh, any purchase you make will get a a few cents on uh, each purchase, which won't cost you a
1: thing. That's right, guys. Great way for you guys to help us out, help support the show, your favorite off-road podcast, and, of course, keeps the lights on over here at the Jeep Talk Show headquarters.
0: So, um, Josh, real quick, what were those? You called them security bolts?
1: Yeah, security bolts. Um, you can get the bits. Uh, I think you can get the bolts and the bits at automotive stores, Home Depot, online, okay. of course. I know that Harbor Freight even has a security bit set that you can get for relatively cheap as well. And the bit, okay.
3: if you don't know, is uh, made to specifically to fit into those special, yeah, the little two holes uh, mm-hmm. instead of a slot or uh, right. a, a star pattern. So it's just an uh, un... Uh, unusual uh, tool, so most people don't have the unusual tool. Uh, professional thieves would, of course, so it won't stop them. But nothing, nothing sup- stops a professional uh, thief. So, well, anyway, let's get over to our uh, Wheeling, wear and uh, Josh is going to take it away for us now.
1: Yeah, this is part of the show where we guys where we talk about what sort of events are coming up in your neck of the woods and around the nation. Now, the last few weeks, I've told you that. Well, pretty much the Wheeling events around the nation are coming to a close as we enter into the winter months. Uh, what we're going to start seeing now is going to be more towards the charity side of things. And I encourage all of you guys out there who are involved in Jeep clubs and stuff and who have these charity events that are coming up to get your submissions into the, uh, to Wheeling Wear so that we can talk about them and spread the word and make sure that you guys can get the most out of your effort to help the charities that you're trying to support. And one of those, in fact, is happening here in my area. Uh, the fifth annual Christmas party uh, sponsored by Bree and Bub Off-Road. This is happening December 20th at 6 p.m. over at Pizza Baron on 122nd in Division. All proceeds of this event are going to go to Candlelighters for Children with Cancer. This is a, uh, a fund that they, a charity that they are very big, strong supporters of and have been for many, many years. There will be a raffle. There will be lots of prizes, lots of gifts that are gonna be handed out. I'm going to be there as well. So if you guys want to come down, say hi, and of course, uh, hang out. Enjoy some Christmas cheer and, of course, um, all for a good cause. The Candlelighters for Children with Cancer, 5th Annual Bree and Bub Annual Christmas Party. Come check it out December 20th, 6 p.m. But don't forget, Jeep Junkies, wherever you guys are wheeling. If you pack it in, make sure you pack it out. Let's leave our outdoor spots, our outdoor recreation spots in as good, if not better condition than when we arrived. That's it for this week, guys. If you've got a show coming up in your area, let's get the word out. Whether it's a show and shine, a cruise in, a club run fundraiser, or a huge event like the Easter Jeep Safari, it just doesn't matter. Let us know by giving us a call or sending us an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com. And those numbers guys if you do want to give us a voicemail by all means just dial those digits 530-675-4102 nobody will ever answer that phone so if you're three sheets of the wind and it's three o'clock in the morning by all means dial the numbers we'd love to hear from you And we guys know, we know you guys are making purchases all the time. We see it in our Amazon You Bought What segment. If uh, next time you guys are out ordering your Jeep parts, ask the business if they know about the Jeep Talk Show, let them know how much you guys enjoy the podcast, podcast. and if you're buying a product or a service from a vendor because of a review or a discussion you heard here on the show, let that vendor know, and if they don't already know about the Jeep Talk Show, be sure and let them about the one and only Jeep Talk Show. (laughs)
3: Hey, make sure you visit and like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Jeep Talk Show. We're on the Twitter at Jeep Talk (laughs) Show. We're also on Stitcher Radio, iTunes, TuneIn.com, and, uh, of course, the YouTube, youtube.com slash Jeep Talk Show. I think you guys are getting the hint. It's just slash Jeep Talk Show or go to Google Plus and search for Jeep Talk Show and you'll find Your mom
1: slash Jeep
3: Talk Show. <laughs> your mama. So, like the show, help us uh, help us out and be sure, be sure and tell a friend. Um, oh, God, yes.
0: Speaking, speaking of your mama, you <laughs> can also check out my blog at www.jeepmama.com. And that's M-O-M-M-A.
1: Excellent.
3: Uh, I didn't have to remind you this time.
1: No, you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) If you guys uh, need a voice for your project, you guys can hire me. You can contract me to do some voiceover work for you. You can find my website over at thevoiceofjosh.com, and you guys can check out some of my work samples. And I've actually got a recent Jeep project that I'm going to be a part of that I'll be letting you guys know some secrets about. I'll be letting the cat out the bag here in a few weeks. So stay tuned for that as well.
3: And, you know, I'd like to promote myself and my side projects, which is, well, this show. So... (laughs) You can catch me right here at JeepTalkShow.com. Jeep hey, there's always a fourth seat open, a fifth seat, a sixth seat open for the show. If you'd like to do a segment or uh, throw some stuff in for the show, we'd love to hear about it. Just send an email to info at JeepTalkShow.com. Uh, you guys have a great Jeep week.
1: Hey, everyone. Warning. The Jeep Talk Show is intended for entertainment purposes only. Use as directed. In relation to actual information, real Jeeps or persons living or dead are purely coincidental. The Jeep Talk Show is not responsible for lost or stolen items, and some assembly is required. For a full list of restrictions and contest rules, see store for details. Batteries not included. The Jeep Talk Show is for external use only. Contents under pressure. Side effects may include vertigo, uncontrollable laughter, or greasy discharge and false kung fu powers. The Jeep Talk Show and its contents are known to cause cancer in the state of California. It is probably not a federal law to use this product in a manner inconsistent with its labeling. The Jeep Talk Show may be a choking hazard. Keep out of reach of small children. All safety precautions must be observed when using the Jeep Talk Show. If you feel you've reached this recording in error, please hang up and try your call again.